The NRL Adoro podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the lands and waters on which the podcast is recorded and produced, the unceded and sovereign land of the Gadigal people. We extend our deepest respects to Gadigal elders past and present and acknowledge Gadigal people's continued connection to culture, community and country. Hello and welcome to Sports Vets Friends NRL Adoro, a rugby league podcast this season is Apprenzando i Grandi Giochi. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. And then, well, I'm Big T Views my own, I'm recording these views on the cloud table. He's on cloud nine today with everyone's new best friend, Odin. Shoot. Still flying, mate. You look great. You're yeah. in, you're uh, extremely subtle but very handsome polo that's all black and then everything's gold on it including the big bunny yeah big gold bunny over the heart um mate my heart was racing yesterday it was uh quite a game to cap off what i thought was a pretty fantastic weekend of yep. finals footy um, some incredible games um you stay sober don't you tip beers over any rooster heads or how'd you go um no you know what there was i don't know if it's the new stadium but or if it was just around me but there was such a good vibe between yep. the fans oh great um yeah, I don't know if it if it'll change. You know, when everyone sort of realizes the stadium's still just a big building, and you know, it's we don't have to be new uh, in the new stadium. But yeah, it seemed like there was um, yes a lot of friendly banter, but no aggression um, right. in the stands. Mm. Anyway, oh, <laughs> the game out. the game was another story. And Friday and Saturday, just family stuff. Everything good? Yeah, man. Just um, you know, the usual walking the dog. Doing the shopping, going to the markets, the the typical sort of um, typical weekend for me, mate. Okay. It was lovely. I also went to a market. I didn't walk my dog. Uh, the cat walks itself, which is great. The um, also went to a market and then went on like a five-hour play date at a, at a daycare friend's place, and was just like, but like we met. I met them at the market. We were there for maybe an hour. Two kids were playing together, and I know them a bit just from like saying hi in the thing and have one of their mobile numbers just to do play dates but then they were like do you want to come back to our house for the rest of like this afternoon and it was very much like it's like dating like when you have kids who are trying to become friends and you're trying to become friends with them. and so i was thinking you know is it too early have my what am i going to bring do i how's my breath that kind yeah, of thing yeah 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 oh my god <laughs> we're in the wrong undies to go back to their house pressure so, anyway but i went back and went there for five hours it was a great one and um wow new best friends also, amazingly, they had a neighbour who turned up randomly, um, just and in a pop in, which made me even love them even more that they had a community like that. And the yeah. guy was a professional gambler, and he um, at first when I said, "Oh, this guy," he also had the greatest vibe. He turned up, and I was just like, "I already love this bloke." I don't know who he is, but he uh, he was really really great, um, and he must have won. Yeah, he must have been having a good weekend. <laughs> and he um, he was talking about how he's probably going to go to the AFL Grand Final. A mate of his has just swung him tickets. Blah blah blah. I was like, "Oh, right, sick." Seems to be in the sport, and then the, my mate's mate was like, "Yeah, he um, he's a professional gambler, and it's because he's like a math genius, and mm-hmm. instead of putting that into a normal a- job, accounting or something, yeah, he's just boring. <laughs> like with two other blokes, some incredible Excel spreadsheet that works out what the odds actually should be compared to what odds are, and then it like tells them hey, what's a good is, bet. This is a big enough gap to go, um, and then they they check it and go, yeah, shit, good. I'll make wow, like that. yeah, that's what he does for a job." What an interesting cat. Mm. Does he like sport or is he just purely he about seemed, crunching well, I mean, the numbers? I didn't know anything about the gambling 
he he came in and was just on sports straight away with this guy. And I wouldn't say the guy I was with is a massive sports guy. He's definitely like across everything, like most blokes. Mm. He's never wearing any merch or anything like that. He often talks to me about the Tigers. He was from Newey, so he used to love Newey, but he's changed to AFL. So that kind of tells you how much of a sport guy he is, where he can mm. be across everything, but how could you ever leave your team? Yeah, so, yeah. Especially in Newcastle. Yeah. I was, I it's was, like died in the wool down yeah. there. And so, and I moved to AFL. And so, uh, anyway, so this guy had come guns blazing talking about sports. We must be still somewhat into it. Yeah, and you would have been loving it. You're like, oh, play date, this oh, could hey. go anywhere. <laughs> oh, someone who likes like, sport? Great. You stay, you don't have to leave. So five hours, what did you guys do for five hours? Uh, talk shit. Just talk, Had a hang. few beers. Yeah, lovely. Uh, their house is beautiful. Talked about that kind of stuff. Whatever. Did I you watch the game about. with them? So it was done by, I was finished by about 4.35, got home and watched the second half of the Raiders okay. thing game. Uh, Raiders... Storm, now. yeah. Um, I know uh, that Gilby, Mario, Mr. Bajas, that blackness, brother-in-law's brother-in-law, Terry, not Neil, Bull, Lambretta, and David, Hypothetic Hunter, are all listening, so a big shout-out to them. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. That would make sense. Uh, first game, we're going to look at... Oh, did we, what did we say? We're going to do Culture Club versus Hull. We'll just quickly brief yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a great game for the first 40 minutes and then what you thought was going to happen happened to the rest of it. At Hypothetic Rob said, when the Eels got on top, they didn't play footy and this is why they've lost. At Sharks, uh, Rob said, Parra played well in the first half. Too conservative though and then started making errors. A shame. If Moses can't play, they cooked. Penrith, relentless. Cleary didn't miss a beat. Uh, he's, a, he's a clinician. He just puts on clinics. <laughs> Left, right, and centre. He's not like on his tax thing. It shouldn't say football player. It should say clinician. Yeah, he's um he's something else. He really is um the best player in the game. I yeah. think he's got to be. Um, there've been a few games where he's been shut down, like in Origin, when he's got also like another of the best teams in the world, sort of working out ways to shut him down. But in regular season footy, even in the finals, he just seems like he's a level above. With his, just seems like he's got so much time. Mm. Like he's he. He's getting rushed by like 300 kilo dudes and they're sprinting at him and it seems like he goes through six options in his head and in like his hands and his feet are all moving and you can see he's thinking kick, pass, kick, pass, grubber, chip and then he picks the right option like in a split second. Yeah, yeah. he's a beast. Um, And yeah, like we said, like teams just can't go with the Panthers for 80 minutes. They just have that intensity and the Eels were the team that they, they dusted them twice this yeah, year I think that's right. um, and you know so you'd think they've got the wood they've got the, the game plan or the, the style of team to beat them and they just couldn't um, but that first 40 minutes was was it crazy one point you, split them I think you nailed it though and I think I've heard it on a bunch of other podcasts it's just the Eels are, sorry the Penrith are just too good for an entire game and that, and that they don't ever seem to get impatient or flustered even when they're losing or it looks like the other team's better than they'd anticipated. They just know that, or they trust their systems or whatever and mm. they're going to get it done. You're right about Cleary though, because if all top eight, I mean, it's pretty fair to say the top eight teams were the best eight teams in the comp, at least for the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. And looking at all of them who played and all the players who played, Cleary was, you know, daylight and then him. It was incredible. Mm. He was so good. So... That's devastating for anyone else watching because there are so many other people in their team that are also excellent. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like James Fisher-Harris, best yeah. prop in the game. Isaiah Yo, best 13 in the game. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if we I'm just trying to make a point here. Yeah, I know, He's not as handsome. 
Let's... But if you compared Cam Murray and Yo just this weekend, which is what I just did with Cleary, nah, Muzz all over him. Yeah, that's a good point. Demos was insane. And they're happy, best hooker. Like, yeah, yeah. They're just all over the park. And he came in 20 minutes late. There was a weird... Their game plan with him is also... You just can't pick it. Yeah. Is it Ivan just like... Tossing around different things to combat different teams. Yeah. Um, Giving different looks. Yeah. They're so confident against the Panthers, that, uh, the Panthers, that, against the Eels, that they were like, we don't want to give tape to the next team to see if that, you know, because we know yeah. we're going to win. <laughs> yeah, far out. I've been watching too much NFL to think about that. Possibly. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, just keeping him out of that contest in the first 20 is power a big team. Mm-hmm. And they like to bash you. So keeping him a bit fresh for the back half and. You know, that's the other scary thing. Like, their halves had, like, a five-week holiday, so their bodies would yeah. just be chef's kiss. <laughs> and he those. nailed all those conversions as well. Anyway, yeah. I mean, the thing is, he wasn't injured, right? He was suspended, so he yeah, had time yeah. to, to just hone the craft. He's, he's yep. already craft honed it. Score? 27-8. Uh, Crazy score as well. I love those. Mm. Uh, Cam Burglars versus the Clap. <clears throat> At Budunia said, There is a Cam Munster or Jack White and piece of magic, brain explosion, and I'm so looking forward to. I mean, that yes. explained the entire game because it felt. I mean, this was the first of the rest of the next games that were just frantic. Yeah, yeah. Just seemed like everyone. The occasion was getting to everyone this weekend. But uh, in the except best Nathan way. Cleary. Like it's not like yeah, except Nathan Cleary. It, it didn't feel like there was a thousand errors. Or maybe the South Roosters did have a thousand errors, but it didn't feel like bad football that they're both playing. It just felt like everyone was playing to the best they can and was putting the other team off. But you couldn't really put them off because they were too good, so they just kept going. I felt like. When I was watching this game, I was first surprised by how good Campbell were. Um, yeah. Because Melbourne didn't play badly. No. Um, I think just the, like the intensity was to such a level. And Canberra have got those two props, Papali'i and Tarpane, who, mm. you know, intensities, you know, they were born into an intense environment, grew up in an intense environment. I feel like they were just made for it, you know? Like, they, they really rose to the challenge and I think led the way for the Raiders. Yeah. And, yeah, I love that that piece by Badonia, Cam Munster and Jack White and both I mean Jack White definitely has a brain snap in him um, but also that moment of brilliance you don't know mm. which you're going to get mm. I feel like with Cam Munster it's more often brilliance mm. um, yeah it was a great battle between those two but yeah, I also just know that in those games where Melbourne's starting to get aren't on top they don't have the Smith Cronk Slater cool heads to get them out they need mm. Cam Munster to do something crazy and in him trying to do something crazy he often does something stupid so yeah well, he, he's, he can has, um, has the potential for sure and you would look at that team and say who is that calming influence now because I feel like Harry even Harry Grant although he's you know one of the best in the game so creative I feel like he looks quite frantic at mm-hmm. times as well like I don't know who the person is who just goes happy but he's never there anymore. perhaps not there yeah he's so injured into the tail. Um, the other issue that they had was... Oh, sorry, the other thing that I love about them at the moment, Raiders, is Fogarty, who I loved at the Titans. Couldn't mm. believe they got rid of him. He was injured for so long, so we never really got to see him. And here he is just calmly directing this ship. He's one of the calm influences. I was going to say, <laughs> Melbourne needs a Fogarty. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was a gun. And he's... I think... I think as much as like his calming influence in his organisation and stuff is what he got bought for. I think I like watching him run the ball yeah. and like he's he's added some things to his game for sure. Um, and then another great part of that game, the Falcon try yeah, assist. So good, disrespectful <laughs> try assist. So yeah, yeah. So they're already winning, and then just to come off the head, you just know the ball's bouncing for you when you can just scone one. Yeah. Like it's, is that going to become a, a, a tactic? tactic. I mean, just throw it into my head. I'm going to angle it towards... If you can hit a guy's hands like this, sure you can get it hit a guy's head like yeah. that. Yeah, and just 
angle it back in, have someone coming at the sticks, yeah. just hit hit your centre's head. Surely that's got to be something that people are going to start working on. Oh, yeah. From your own play, you get put on report. Score? Uh, 28 to 20. Now, at the Blackness tweeted, fuck yeah, fuck you, Storm. And although that's probably not how I feel, that certainly was a um, the feeling of Twitter at the time, so I had to put that in onto yep. the Blackness. Old Gil versus Klaus. Here's another one. I was honestly thinking, wow, we can't... I think because I was still stuck in regular season, I was like, wow, that was a great game between Melbourne and Canberra. Like, the next one can't be. That was so wrong. Uh, and I wanted to start just by giving the biggest shout-out to, to Tamaloa. At North Queensland Cowboy Blue Tick, 83 minutes, 200, sorry, 23 runs, 253 metres, 101 post-contact metres. Ran the entire field with people on him. Like, that's nuts. Seven <laughs> tackle breaks, 41 tackles, and a try to send him in an extra time. Now, our friend um, Louis, she blew up this morning because she was saying that that try was soft, that they let. They sh- the game should never have gone an extra time. South shouldn't have let um, Tamalolo score. But I was just like, you've got to give South, sorry, you've got to give the Sharks some credit. That guy is. How are you going to try stopping him? <laughs> yeah. This incredible um, strength in the legs. He now has a passing game. Yeah. The, the How about that pass he sent? That <laughs> cut like three people hand. out. And he's right handed. Yeah. And that absolute, he pinged that so yeah. hard. Yeah, try assist. Oh. Because Petahiku was a, a weapon, sold like 20 dummies. Yeah, fuck, that was a great game. Yeah, it was. It was so good. Um, and like Val Holmes, yeah. just like, I love watching him get it off one of his wingers when they're like doing a kick return and he just changes the angle and just hits a hole and, yeah. you know, makes an extra 30, 40, 70 metres. Mm. Um, and he did it a lot coming out of yardage as well. It'd be like, um, who are they playing? The Cronulla would be compressed. They'd, they'd do like one hit up, two hit ups, and then the second row, whoever it is, would just bang it out wide, and they'd be rushing up on Val, and he just, just a smallest, not even a massive step, just a, hits that perfect angle where, because the people are running in one direction, he just extra Just makes, gets just past them. Yeah, just, a, just enough to put everyone, the defensive line, to retreat a bit. It's incredibly so good. Yeah, um, starting to justify that one million price mm. tag that everyone was, I mean, when you ice a game like that, yeah. f- what a 40 plus metre field goal. Yeah. Oh, cool as ice. Yeah, it's, and after playing such a massive game the whole time as well, it must be must have been buggered. Like to uh, kick it that far, very impressive. And little Tommy Dearden's run, yeah. like how about the speed on that fella? No one got near. That him. was weird. So weird. He went through the middle of the team, like just and, bodies going, just all jumping and behind him. The fullback him. standing there going, like he can't be going that fast, and he was gone. Like yeah. I can't remember his name, but he didn't even move. He was just would have been Will Kennedy. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, that was a crazy try. I just. I watched that and I went, mm, I don't mind versus the Sharks next week because I can see Cam Murray giving a little pop to yeah. Trell and watching Trell do something similar as well. I haven't got the tree yet. God damn, yeah. it's getting hard to sing about that. <laughs> the, um, I agree. They attacked that. They attacked that um, the behind that rock really, really well. I think the cows are looking great. At Bunjalung Bud, he tweeted, the rugby, the rugby league has been top shelf today. And at Ella PK3 said, this game is a neutral's dream, and that's probably what was actually happening. Was there was a, a there was a lot of sharks and cows fans who were just nervously watching that game because how else could you do it? And then there was a million rugby league fans just frothing on everything. Loving it. Eighteen all at halftime, thirty all at full time. Like that's an incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was... Well, not a full time. Sorry. Yeah, full time before we went into overtime. Um, extra time had Adam Huck's two tweet. We're going to see the fox clock count up because in in regular season. 
there is still a time limit on Golden Point because eventually you can have a draw. They've got to wrap the game up eventually. But in this one, we'd have to have a result. So the Fox Club for the first time was counting up, which also put everyone into a frenzy, <laughs> which I, I love to score. Uh, it was 32 to 30. Yeah, 32 was one that looks that. a bit silly because um, of that 40-plus field goal means you get two points rather than one. But Yeah, I mean... In my heart, it was 41-40, yeah. which for some reason means more to me. And then, your game, Chicken Chow Money versus Feet Fans. <clears throat> At Jack Omada tweeted, this game is legit a bunch of gigantic, muscly children putting cheap shots on each other. And when I read that, that seemed like a negative comment, but after a while, I was like, that does kind of feel what this is. It feels very much like a park football where... Spiteful, yeah, sort of, yep. Yeah. No one gives no a one shit. Can... The referee keep blowing time off going, hey, I'm controlling this game, and then the next tackle is another high tackle, and everyone's running back in. It was wild. Yeah, um, I guess they just fed off the energy. Like, the crowd was crazy. Um, and they would, I mean, South Roosters at any time, but like a sudden death finals game, unreal. And they'd play the week before, Roosters had won, but the team list had changed. It was really such a big toss. Yeah, there was a lot going into it. Oh, jeez. lead change. and I mean, it felt like even when there was a period of the game where I think it was 8-16 or something, it felt like if, if, they'd score, if the Roosters had scored again, they were, you're only up by two. So whatever maths that would be. Maybe it was 14-22 or something. Anyway. Uh, and then you scored, and then it was out of reach. I think it was in it's 16 points. Over, yeah. But um, before that, it was on an offset the whole time. It felt like this game wasn't decided for ages. Oh, well, like, what, you lost... The Roosters lost Radley, and we scored once with... Well, the Roosters had one player off, and then we had... And then they scored twice while they had a player off. Oh, I'm going to get to this in a second. Okay, we'll do it now. At Edmund Burton said the Roosters didn't score a point with 13 players on the play. Yeah, like... That's wild. That's crazy. And they were like... <laughs> and they, they scored two tries to go two points ahead of us because I don't think <coughs> Sam Walker got either of his goals. So it was 8-6. Yep. And, you know, obviously still close. But I was like, if they're scoring tries on us this easily, yep. a man down, this is not looking good for us. And then we did the same thing back then. We had two people off and trail barges over and kicks the goal and just yeah. tells the crowd to, to be quiet, layers yeah. up a bit. Oh, it was unreal. It was so good. I'm really liking him leaning into that emotion a bit. You know how often in the NBA when you make a big shot, you turn around and you start doing the whole, yeah, the King James does his thing, or Jordan doing his shrug, like, I don't know why I'm this good, that kind of thing, where they're really leaning into it a bit. Yeah. I'm loving that he spends that time where he kicks that goal and then he has a breath, but then he like turns to the crowd, fires them up, either the negative way or a positive way. Mm. Um, yeah, he's just, I'm, I feel like that's helping him. I think he's got a good balance at the moment where he's able to use that energy in a positive way and I'm here for it. I mean, there were also so many points scored while people were in the bin because there were seven So many people in the bin all the time. At yeah. Papakanti tweeted, commentators saying that this game is special because it's the most sin bins in an NRL game ever is a huge problem. Why are we celebrating professional fouls and reckless behaviour? That's also a fair point because part of me was just like frothing column, like Coliseum styles, like hit him again. Yeah. But then once you sober up and come out of it and you're in a normal environment, you're like, violence is terrible. Why was I so excited about it? Yeah, I think I get swept up in it sometimes too. It's hard because it is so exciting just yeah. seeing, like you, like the, um, the fellow before said, just big muscly children hitting yeah. each other. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, yeah. It's not something that you want to promote in the game for sure, but it's part of the game. Like, and a lot of I think a lot of those high tackles were incidental. Like oh, they weren't flying in there with swing arms aiming for heads. Um, but I think the ref set a, a standard early, and he just had to stick to it. He's yeah. like, any contact with the head, you're gone, and and that was what it was. And 
Um, yeah, just resulted Except in... Except for Victor Radley, like, punching... Weird like punch thing. That yeah, was, that was... He's... running in. Like, once that game was already fizzed up, anytime you run in on anything, you're also going to the bin because... Yeah, he's he's not the wisest player. And, like, I love his style of play as well. Yeah. Like, I'm all, all there for it. But, like, with the game in the balance, like, sometimes you just got to fucking be an adult and, you know, try and put your emotion in your back pocket for a bit. You play, when he's playing inside the laws of the game, like WWH, they're the best. They're terrifying and they're incredible and the wrestlers would get so much off them. Yeah. It's just that when they finally find themselves on the wrong side of that line, they fuck it. Yeah, and, and I think the ref laid that line pretty early mm-hmm. and pretty, like, harshly mm-hmm. and, and just had to stick with it, you know, obviously. Because um, if he didn't, then all these previous calls would have been yeah, dissected. Yeah. But he was, mm-hmm. he stuck with it and, and um, you know, it meant there was a lot of lot of tired bodies, a lot of open space. It was a good game to watch. Yeah. And also, I was all about JWH nailing Cam Munster and then, sorry, um, Cam Murray. And then just standing over him in that weird crouch, giving him that, not smile, but like, staring at him. I don't give a fuck that you're hurt face. And that was terrifying and amazing. Like, that's incredible. What a mindset to have. And that we get to, like, that's a, if that's not entertaining, then also maybe this isn't the game for you because. Yeah, yeah. yeah. um, That's the best of it. Yeah, that's just, like, it's really hard to find humans that are that happy to be hurt and hurt other people and be, and put themselves in that um, situation just to try and score points. Like, yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, um, I didn't love what he did, but it was in the laws of the game. Did you see what he had done? What the, was it? The head slam? It's the one. Yeah, it's the one where he's holding his other arm. Mark Cam Murray's got the ball in one arm, and then oh no, no, and then um, and then JWH is holding Cam Murray's other arm behind him, and then they both just drop. But but JWH has his other arm to brace his thing, whereas it's Cam just Murray's head. Spaces yeah, with. yeah. So he does nothing wrong, but he knows what he's doing, and then because they're all great at wrestling, and then. And then Murray's getting out going, fuck, that hurt. And then JW is going, fuck, yeah, you want another run? Like, it's coming to you all day, baby. Yeah. What about, what do you think about his head slam on Tom Burgess? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a bit that Nelson. Does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hate that shit too. So I'm happy yeah. to get rid of that. There's no way they don't know what they're doing on those ones. Yeah. Even the one that he was doing with his arm back, he knows what he's doing. He would doing. know where he is, um, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I, I can see why it's good and sometimes, not good, but I can see how it's legal. And other times I'm like, that's, you're deliberately trying to do something to that bloke's head. Like, Get away with that, maybe if you're doing it on his back or his ass or his legs, or you know, you're not going to injure him. You're hitting a big muscle that's going to hurt him, but not injure him. You're doing yeah. it on the head like that's yeah, it's bad news. Yeah, um, yeah, I was pretty disappointed with that. And like you said, first player I thought of was Nas. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean him and him and Jared are you know cut from the same sort of cloth. Yeah. I think like anything and everything to to get a win. It also makes me just love Cam Murray because he cops something like that and he just gets up and like deals with it and gets on. He just seems like such a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's never running in or... No, no, he's like, yeah. He, it's like what Radley could be. Yeah. Cam Murray, I feel like they're both very similar players, but Radley's just got that like unbridled aggression that he cannot control. Yeah. Whereas Cam Murray probably gets angry, maybe. I don't know, you could never tell, but he just channels it. Yeah. They're almost like brothers who one of them ended up being the shit aversion. But because he had to grow up with his older brother being great, he's just deliberately being shit and now he can't get out of it or something. Yeah. Which makes me think about this tweet, at skill underscore hello, said, what if South and the Rissers actually need and even possibly love each other? And I think they do, you guys do look a lot like family a lot of the time where you can be that upset and angry with each other because you're so close to each other, actually. I mean, physically and... There are some, I don't just know any couple that's actually intertwined. A, a souse and souse. They're almost always a couple as a souse and a roosters. It's really unusual for me that yeah. one, one that's one and one. So the um, 
I think you guys are so intertwined that it's easy to be so angry and a lot so of, in love. Yeah, a lot of shared history. <laughs> like a lot of our, you know, the Rabbitohs' greatest moments wouldn't have happened without the Roosters yeah. and vice versa. So you can't thing, take away from that. The same thing said about Origin. There's, we can't love Origin this much without Queensland being a part of it. So. Mm. Um, yeah, but I'm just not sure how many South fans really do love JWH. Yeah, what about AJ? I think everyone's got to love AJ now. Every time he scores, oh my god, I guess. And I was so angry at Tass, we put that dummy on. Great, but then give the ball to him <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. you dickhead. Yeah, let's, let's get him there. He's still got the double. So he got two back to back 30 try seasons, first That's time nuts. ever, and equaled ET at number five on the all time wow. list. So, oh, it's just the race to, to Ken is so good to watch. <laughs> yeah. And couldn't happen to a better bloke either. Yeah, like, he seems nice like, yeah, seems like a lovely dude. His social media is lit as well. Score? Yeah, he's a funny dude. Mm. Uh, 30 to 14. Now, <coughs> excuse me, it's been said a lot that Sharks uh, would be loving this. And at Dean Jingo, I don't know, Tay Sam's new account, he said, would they? Imagine watching that and thinking you had to play it next week. I'd rather be coming off a win as well than a loss. South will pump the Sharks next week. Yeah, I'm feeling like a bit of shark fin soup. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was, they, they played a, a marathon game, so I'm pretty happy about like how, how they, yeah, and yeah. lost, and I'd be happy about how they're feeling, um, and yeah, imagine watching that game with all that fire, and you know, South showed deft touch, but also that brutality through the middle. I mean, I, I don't think the Sharks would be worried. I think they'd be looking at them thinking, we can beat these guys. Mm. I also don't think we saw anything from South that were like, oh shit, we haven't seen that before, wonder if they'll do that again, it was just... The normal brilliance, it's so hard to stop. Yeah, yes. Cook doing his little bits. With Walker getting some second phase ball, like hitting a second roll and then long balling to him. And then it's just him, even when it's three and three, when he's just got his second roll or the centre and then the winger outside him and Latrell maybe behind him. He, is he running, kicking or passing? Either way, all yeah. three of them, you're fucked. Like, yeah, and what sort of pass? Great. Is it a short pass? Yeah. Is it a looping? And I know, like that big long one he threw when AJ just ran the out line and caught that right near the, like, yeah. A peach of a pass. He yeah. can do it all. Um, I mean, Nico Hines was a guy, like, yeah. you know, pro- potentially one of the top three best players on the field in a losing team. Mm. Like, he, he. And Moylan's in form. Like, there's a lot of. It's, it'll be a good game. It'll be yeah. a good game. Do you know when it is? No. Nah. Mm. Good chat. I should have worked that out. <laughs> I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Hi, I'm Ali. And I'm Lulu. And this is Lulu Lulu and Ali's Footy Tipping. What week of the finals is it, Lulu? Week two. Correct. First game, Eels and Raiders. I think Raiders. What? Why? Because, like, they won last week. Yeah, I know, but, like, Eels were versing the um, Panthers last week. Yeah, they still lost. Yeah, but the Panthers are a difficult team. Are you hearing yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still doing Eels. Yeah. Next game, Sharks and Rabbitohs. Uh, I'm doing Rabbitohs. Ooh, I'd do Sharks. Mm. Why would you do Rabbitohs? Oh, kind of obvious. They've been going pretty well. Yeah, but Sharks are second. Yeah, so... Did Sharks win or lose? Let's check. Let's check. Alright, Sharks lost Alex. 
Okay. So. Okay. I'm just taking with sharks. I'm not. Oh, okay. Now for the women's, which is round five. First game, Broncos and Eels. Uh, Broncos, I think. Yeah, Eels are last, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, yeah. Titans and Roosters. Uh, Roosters, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 Dragons and Knights. Uh, probably Dragons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll do Dragons too. Well, that's all for this week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Nephew's just tipped. Who do you like? You got Raiders and Raiders and Raiders and Raiders and um, the Eels. Oh yeah, who do you like in that? I like the Raiders. I thought they yeah. played so well, um, and I love watching their big boppers roll through teams. Uh, so I'm going to go for the Raiders there. I, I personally probably like that story more. I just don't see them going all the way. Whereas there's a small part of me that thinks if Eels can sort this shit out, Moses comes back, Gutherson has a better game. They could do more. They can make the grand final. In my yeah, yeah. And I would love a South, South Parramatta grand final is what I'm really hoping happens. So um, I, can't, I don't care who wins that game. I mean, I, sorry, I really care who wins that game. I do, but I don't know who I really am going for until I start watching it. Yeah, it's one of those ones. It's like the Sharks and Cows. I was watching that game for 20 minutes, and then when the Cows scored, I was like, fuck yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh there you go. Going for the cows. Cows. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I love uh, that. And the next game then is yours and... and the Sharkies. Sharks. And we both just said we think... Bunnies, bunnies will roll them, and, and then we'll, then we'll have to play the Panthers. Is that right? Is that yeah, how that it, works? Yeah, that's right. So good. <laughs> but if you want to win the whole thing, <clears throat> you got to go somewhere. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, there's a lot of great things happening in the NRLW at the moment as well. That was the closest um, round we've ever had. But you should go and listen to our podcast with Chasing Kangaroos that do an NRLW one. If you're keen for that kind of chat. <laughs> My first wowman is that there are no dead blank recordings in this podcast. I'm saying that. With my fingers crossed. The second one is again Django tweeting, Trell hugging the ball girl after kicking that goal is a moment of whole wholesomeness uh, amid a game of chaos and fury. Beautifully, <laughs> beautifully put. Yeah. Din Django, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it just and Trell's speech afterwards as well just showed what sort of a bloke he is and how important community is to him. Um, and the, he got just a standing ovation. He could, him and Freddie couldn't speak for a couple of minutes because yeah. the, the sound was just too loud and you could see that it meant something to him. And I think that bodes well for South. You know, going further into these finals, um, you know, there's the way he spoke about South Sydney and it, he wasn't talking about, you know, the 12 blokes alongside him on the field and the blokes on the bench. He was talking about the area, the club, mm-hmm. you know, the history, everything. Um, and I think that's... You know, with, with South, it's such a big part of our identity and it's it's something that you have to acknowledge if you want to go far in the comp and, and if you want to ride that energy. Um, so, yeah, a little hug to the ball girl just sort of epitomised that. Yeah. Beautiful It just moment. shows where his mindset is, that he's just like, he's not just chaos and fury, he is still very present, very loving, very, you know, yeah. uh, in touch with himself. In, in not in that sexy way. The um, although he can, and if Maybe, he needs a hand, yeah, yeah can do it. Do <laughs> it. The rising tide can, yeah, uh, can get, tide. get something rising from us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I want to say about that is South Sydney Football Club Blue Tick account tweeted this ridiculous tweet about I think Victor Radley 
who was crying at the end of that game, who was or who was emotional. Actually, I don't know if he was actually crying, but they did a cry emoji, like a good one, Victor, or have a great season, Victor, and then a cry emoji, and they copped it uh, in their comments about like, how can you go one Class. week talking about also Latrell, you know, being emotional and upset about people booing him, yeah, the same thing, get like be stick that kind of shit. And then Luttrell had that interview where he got choked up and quite emotional and they deleted the tweet. And you're like, oh, fucking hell, come on. I have, to, I have to say that I've there have been multiple times where the South social media team has missed the mark. Yeah. They're, they're, sh- they're shit house, to be honest. Um, <laughs> just, I think, like, they don't get it a lot of the time. They don't read the room or yeah. they think, oh, this, I don't know. Whoever, if there's one person or a team of them, they're, they're not good at their jobs. Or basically. maybe it's a team of them and there's one person in that team that that goes too fast sometimes. They try and be edgy and, and inflammatory, which I kind of get on social media when you're adding the blue tick rooster account, you know, sending them gifts and trying to be cheeky and, and leaning into that whole rivalry. And I like that and, and see some traction in that. But when you're like going after one player about like Being targeting a, someone. About caring about a game. Yeah, like, I think that's, yeah. that's unfair. Yeah, just, but anyway, good. It's good. a shame. A lot of class on the field, not yeah. so much in the social media department. Well said. Well, if you're big, you got to play big. No, thanks. Uh, we've found <laughs> the end of another ep for you legends to listen all the way through. Thank you. We hope that your team made the finals and it's doing as well as the Penrith Panthers. Uh, give you, tell your friends about the pod. Give it five stars. Oh, I just realised I never said brother-in-law's brother-in-law's bloody tweet, which was also great. He messaged me. Sorry, mate. Adina, it's been a pleasure to spend time with you. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials, and we'll talk to you next time, Sports Best Friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.